Welcome to Late Night Vacuum. Hosted by the Brit that won't quit, Dublar Thackeray, and that goggled freak who hugs just a little bit too long, Grockies. We're live. Hello, everybody. Oh, Grockies. <laughs> that was a welcome introduction. Uh, but yes. We still have to harmonize, as is tradition. Oh, yes, okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Oh. And now we have arrived. Hello, everybody. I hope you're well. Um, Grackies, how have you been? I've been doing wonderfully uh, this week, finally. Been a little bit sluggish. It's been one of those couple of months, really, for me, so you're po positively hectic in comparison. Um, How about so, yourself, though, sir? Whoa, I've been good. I've been um, pulling long hours, but... Uh, You've been a good I, boy. When you use that voice, it, it, it does create insomnia. <laughs> um, Can't sleep, yeah, Grockies will think... hug me. <laughs> Showing them on the door where he touched you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, so it's been good over here. Um, and it's been an absolutely stonker week for various, I don't know, space sim games, particularly one I think you and I both know of. Um, and we'll be covering that. Um, but let's kick off by saying what we've been playing. What have you been up to game-wise, Grackies? Game-wise, uh, off-stream H1Z1. So, okay. I've been playing that a little bit. I play with some of the members of Test Squadron. Test, Test Squadron. Squadron yeah. yeah, Best Squadron, actually. They have Best the best... Squadron. Yes, yes. They, they, they do enjoy their typos. And they, they have Squid Rum, which comes from Terra. I don't know how they make it. Uh, drinking it has sort of mutagenic effects. It's quite odd. But you, nothing about that appeals to me. Um, and then, so and then other games. Yeah, but you've been playing H1Z1. Is there still a strong following for that? In other words, has it died off at all? Um, uh, it's... Uh, I see, because... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it's actually resurging a little bit because they are going to be doubling the map size in a month oh, or so. Oh, they just stole that idea from another company. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um... No, no, yeah. nobody in the history of gaming has ever decided to increase their map size. It's a so, stolen idea. How dare stolen they? Stolen idea. How dare they? How dare, who needs a large map anyhow? Um, and so, so what are the games you've been playing? Uh, I have also been playing Star Citizen, specifically the PTU. PTU standing for Public Test Universe, and it is up to build one one five now. Rawr. And it is, it is fun. Have you been playing anything else? That's pretty much it, as far as yeah. I can remember. I don't think yeah. I've played anything else. Oh, I played a little World of Warships, too. I, I'd love to get into that. Um, I haven't, uh, I haven't um, uh, signed up. Is it like still uh, beta access? Uh, yes, yes, it's, it's still in beta, so they, they do have some hiccups and such. But I uh, was lucky enough yesterday to get to play with Bad News Baron and I Am Spoon. Oh, nice. Now, I'm, serious question. How long did it take until they utterly owned you? 
Uh, we were on the same team. You haven't answered my question. They didn't own me. I actually did pretty well. Mm. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. I, we were working as a, a pretty well done cohesive unit. Like we realized it, it's a lot of fun when you. You that. just keep believing in yourself. I do. <laughs> hey, I killed people in that game. I citadel headed and 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 I I contribute. <laughs> I was horrible. You are a very special person. Um, My and, captain uh, wore a helmet, not a hat. Okay. Well, you've been playing more games than me. I've I've I played uh, Star Citizen PTU. Uh, we'll get more into. Oh, into, you got into, to play PTU also. Oh. Yeah, I did. It was it was um, every kind of awesome, oh, oh, although also quite embarrassing, and we'll, we'll talk about that later, um, or very shortly actually. Because um, <laughs> it's so good. Um, now, going through the week, we 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 had um, basically the biggest ten for the chairman, or as I call it, Ben Ten. Um, that, that, that's a pretty good reference to go with there. Uh, yeah, um, or yeah, because of Ben for the chairman, but eh, people obviously don't watch Nickelodeon. Um, so I was going to say, I mean, they covered so much. I mean, what was your takeaway of it? Or do you want to kind of set up for some people who may not, who, I think everybody's seen it by now, but just in case. Um, my takeaway from it is that it, it, it was... The first big chunk of it was things that we'd all heard before, but honestly, we needed to hear it again as a community. We needed mm. to hear five letters. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Don't do it when you're going to get to it. Um, yeah. Um, it's kind of like if you've been watching our shows and if you've been listening to various other people's on uh, various chats, uh, forum posts. You, a lot of people have been saying, well, you know, it's X, Y, and Z, and this is why we're where we are, and this is what it all means. And then Chris came in, sat down, and for one and a half hours, he, he basically talks about all that. Um, and it was, you know, as we had said. Um, but with one really, really <laughs> big difference. Actually, you know, my difference is more... Um, Hope. Um, oh, we definitely had the hope. Oh yeah, we we got mountains of hope. The the enthusiasm that he shows and he carries through when he talks about this kid in a candy store. Um, he there's so much that we haven't been shown because either it's been kept for the extra reveals uh, for this for the surprises in the game. Yep. And so much we haven't been shown because everything's leading up uh, from a technology viewpoint where um, all this stuff is starting to come together. And you can just hear it in his voice and how he talks about things. This is uh, uh, an amazingly confident man, but at the same time, not an egotistical man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not hinting that into any other people out there. No, no, he uh, he he showed a lot of technical know-how and imagination. Yeah, and 
<laughs> I see what you did there. For anybody who wants to get that reference, go to one hour and 14 minutes of the uh, 10 for the Chairman this week, and you will see why. You set that up so well for me, too. I couldn't resist. No it was worries. there. It was there. Um, but, yeah, no, he completely uh, uh, covered off, I think, the majority of the concerns. There will always be people who go, no. Um, and that's fair enough, because dissenting opinion is fine. You're still wrong, but it's fine, because that then at least keeps the conversation alive. Um, but at the same time, very taken with what was said, um, and I absolutely melted at the Gamescom content. Oh, God. And, and we don't even know everything that's in there. It was, it was all teased and hinted at. Yeah. So if you, t if you connect the Gamers Nexus video that he also did this week uh, with uh, the, um, the Ben 10 conversation, we've got, um, uh, what would we call it? Uh, we, I think we start at a station. We uh, then see the planet. We, as a crew, board a cutlass. We fly around doing cutlassy things internally to the ship. We then arrive, I think, next to another ship, and I think I know what that ship is. And we can then EVA across, get in that ship, and fly it away. What ship would that be? I, I don't know, really. I could... You sure? You know? I uh, You just don't want to say the name because it'll make me I go tee -hee 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 -hee. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I, I'm not allowed to say the word anymore. No, I didn't say you're not allowed. I get clocked every time I say the word. Yes, it's 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 basically training you. But so we don't have to say the word, but I leave the choice up to you. Berserker said retaliator. I didn't say it, Berserker said it. I'm cheating the system. <laughs> yeah, it's the tally. Okay, so we now have time to berserker enabling Gracky. <laughs> Around 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, it's awesome. Um, the, the, the key thing here is um, not just the multi-crew, but the fact that we don't have to officially land. Yeah, it's to... it's the EVA stuff they've talked about, which is we're going to be in space a lot. There's going to be a lot of EVAing, so yeah. So EVA online. Um, <laughs> so so that's really cool. And now obviously I'm going to be there, so I'm hoping I can. If there's a if there's a demo, I can play. You're going to Gamescom? Yeah, of course. Oh, I forgot you were going to Gamescom. Oh, you lucky, lucky, lucky per get me, Get me one of the trophies somehow, <laughs> please. <laughs> I will see what I can do. I'll have a few conversations. Um, get a few of them. We could give them away. No, see, that's just mad talk. No, to, um, to build up, you know, hype for the game. Yeah, right. We're, we're, um, we're free advertising, on. dang it. Moving on, moving on. Um, <laughs> so anything else that came from the uh, tent for the chairman? that stood out for you? Um, nothing that stood out huge other than the fact that it was, I mean, Gamescom teasers and future hope uh, with everything that 
if you've been watching all along, it's everything they've already talked about. Mm. Honestly, it, it's all information that we've seen. It's just, it was all there in a big pile again for everyone to go here. Here it all is again for you in one video. Mm-mm. And a shot across the bow. So. <laughs> yeah, and as, as the comments went in... Um... In, in Reddit there, it was a smart bomb. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, and then we had, um, yeah, Zerka is in chat uh, going on about 115B coming out today. Yeah, it's updating right now. And that leads us into 115. Um, holy shit, man. How has it been for you? Um, frustrating and amazing at the same time. Sounds like uh, our relationships. Oh, um, yeah, pretty so, much. Mm, so tell us why it's been a bit of both. Uh, it's been amazing because it shows the responsiveness of them actually looking at what we've been saying and taking feedback from the community and some members of the community talking to them and giving them ideas to actually, you know, it's something we've talked about. We want to interact with the development staff because we want this game just as much as they want to make this game. That It's a I, labor of love on community I, and development. I honestly think that you're saying that is almost a misnomer because I think they've always been involved and invested, but they just haven't had anything released. Um, they've always been involved and invested, but they haven't necessarily had as direct a um interaction as they did with 115 okay okay i i would disagree with that um i think they've had a, a strong interaction but to me that's not what 115 is about it's actually about the patch um i mean they've uh, improved uh, supposedly an awful lot of the uh the time to kill they've upped the health They've upped shields. They've uh, greatly increased the fixed weapons damage. Yep. They've done so many tweaks. And so my, my take is from that is, how does it feel in-game? Well, that's what I was talking about with the direct interaction with the community. A lot of those changes came from a direct conversation on that topic. Like, they, all right, we definitely need to do something. You guys aren't liking it. We aren't. So they went... Yeah. Right to everyone on a topic and said, "All right, let's let's talk." Yeah. So, but how, how it feels? Feel to you? Um, at first, it had some issues with how it felt for some of the ships, and it was hard to give a lot of feedback because a lot of the ships were kind of bugged. Uh, for example, I can't fly a cut my cutlass right now unless they fix it in the current upcoming patch, uh, 1.1.5 and 1.1.5a, you couldn't load a cutlass into the match if you have a blue or a red. Really? Correct. If okay. it was a loner cutlass, it would hang you on a permanent loading screen or crash the game. Or, in my case, it actually took down an entire monitor temporarily. I couldn't even get the game to quit. Um, it was wow. a pretty bad bug. Merlin for Andromeda owners with 1.1.5 was bugged. You couldn't load it in, infinite loading screen. Now... What was hilarious for me, and this is why I was kind of curious about your interaction with um, Arena Commander, is I played PTU on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I had a bit of a, and I think I played some on Monday as well, but I streamed the Monday one. And uh, I, I, I was passing comments with this guy. I just threw the Merlin. 
and I was talking about how nippy, how responsive it was, how easy it was to keep on target with it, and all those kind of observations. And then I tune in on your channel, you're playing the Merlin, and you're going, oh, this is way too much drift, and <laughs> I'm drifting like a madman, and I'm going, wait a minute, am I, am I so lacking in understanding and senses, I didn't even notice that. Because um, when you were doing it, it was so extreme, and I'm like, that was, that, that was on the ice. It, it depends on, wait, are, you're talking about the Merlin, right? Yeah. All right, w were you talking about when it was flying sideways? Um, I think sideways and your other general observations about it, it was like... Like if I tapped the boost button, I swung to one side. Were you seeing that? Was it at I that time frame? I was that. But I think, the, I think my general observations were when I was flying it, I was just admiring how good it was. Um, it's good when that bug doesn't happen. Uh, but you, you, yeah, but you, on the other hand, when you were flying it, not just that bug, but I think just in general with the Merlin, you were observing it had, it had a lot of drift, regardless of that super oh, drift bug. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, um, it didn't have a ton, but it, it does have some drift for what's supposed to be an agile fighter. I didn't notice. <laughs> it, it, it starts becoming more apparent when you do a lot of close tolerance flying, and I'm not talking close tolerance where you actually meet the object. I'm saying you get really close and don't meet the object. All right. I know you like to talk about how you hit asteroids all the time, so I had to make note of that. Eventually, like I, I keep telling you, as you fly over time, you'll get to the point where that won't happen, and that's when you start noticing the drift. I avoid most of the asteroids. It's the ones that kill me, I don't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they definitely changed the flight model some. And in some of the cases, like, very early with the Hornet, which they've tweaked, um, that thing was almost impossible to control. It, it was like flying on ice. It was bad. It I would remember. jump all over the place. It, it would slide a ridiculous amount, even with your brake and boost trying to counter it. It was just, it was bad. I remember watching Bad News Baron do some play, and he got he got into the scythe. He flew around a bit. It was it was it was a, the scythe is a is a hard thing to control. Mm -hmm. um, and then he said, "You know what? I'm going to go back to the Hornet." Got into the Hornet. Oh, went, ah, this is much better. And then, where, whoa, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god, I'm in my Hornet again. This is okay. Wait a second, I just tried to yaw. What's going on? <laughs> So yeah. that's what I meant by amazing and frustrating, because you can see that they're going for the changes, but when you make changes to that level, there are some bugs that happen, but that's what PTU is for. The, mm -hmm. the more frustrating ones were the fact that I couldn't fly the ships I wanted to fly. Um, like, I wanted to be able to get in as many ships as possible, and some of them were locking me out, and, you know, th those bugs are going to bother me, because... If I'm on PTU, I want to test it all as yeah. much as I can, find the bugs, help them out. And if I can't even fly something, that makes me go, oh, come on. And that, How did that happen? I think that really ties into um, what's been going on um, since the PTU release. And as uh, Zerker in chat has rightly pointed out, um, we've already had one patch. We've had some hot fixes, um, and now we've yes. got another update happening to the PTU. So we've had 115, 115A, and now we're heading into 115B. As of doing, recording this right now, yeah. Yeah. Um, doing the math, that's, I think, within five days of release. Uh, I believe so. That's not bad. That's responsible. Let's see. It, it came out on Saturday, so. When did I do so? Six days. 
Yeah. Um, I had to count. <laughs> I'm glad you did, because you're right. I was wrong. But what that says is that, and this ties into your uh, original comment about they've been listening. Because um, I think, I think yes. obviously, they've taken on board everything that's been said. But to be honest, as uh, you know, what we say has been stuff they've kind of mostly, I'd say, been aware of or known. We have surprised them, as you've proved this week. Yep. Um, but um, I, I, so I, when, I, when I think about the level of communication responsiveness, I don't think about everything they put into 115 as being a sign of that. I, I, I take what's happened since 115 has come out. And, and yes, the since then, it was, it's been an amazing uh, experience, too, because... The developers, as I've seen in other streams and my own, yeah. they've been hopping between the channels, um, and they've been looking for feedback and information and interacting with people as streamers and stuff. And when when we see bugs, they're actually asking direct questions, going, uh, um, "What's that? How did you? Okay, can you look at?" Or yeah. in some cases going, wait a second, that should be fixed. How did you do that? Why is that happening? And that's fantastic because, I mean, now um, it kind of really reaffirms a couple of things. One, this is a game, but it's also a test for the bigger game. Yes. And so, you know, this, 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 this cycle is happening. Um, and the fact that uh, streamers were able to show this, and also YouTubers as well, and um, various, I mean, because we've got written, we've got bug reports, we got, we got live action kind of examples, um, and we've also got recorded action examples. All of this is feeding into them, and that's pretty fucking good, because that's the kind of thing that... Um, I, I kind of want the development cycle of, of actually not really the development cycle, the bug discovery cycle <laughs> of, of Star Citizen to be, um, and, and it feels good to be part of that. Yeah, yeah. and um, honestly, you know, with this type of interaction and stuff, we can have an open dialogue with them about, you know, um, we can have an open interaction about things like, hey, could you, I know putting together an entire bug, reporting system, that can actually be a pain because you have to do it in a way that makes sense to their bug NQA database that won't get all sorts of just exploded and someone has to then manage it mm. completely and it gets to be a, uh, a mess. And I'm speaking mm. as a, a, a QA lead, QA manager here. I've been through that with feedback systems. It's not as simple as you just throw up a form. Yeah. But we can have that dialogue of, hey, maybe we could get a better search tool at least if we still have to use the forums so that we can actually pull the bugs out to see if it's already been reported so we just don't mm. have multiple copies and we can go in and, you know, roll them together easier to help you guys out so that you don't have to search through, like, 50 posts. You have one post and everyone just replies to it quickly. Things like Absol that. Absolutely. But that's the exciting thing about 115. It's so awesome. I'm just, I'm, yeah. You'd be terrible at poker. Uh, apart from the fact is that you'd be throwing uh, your poker cards everywhere with your hands. <laughs> I'm like Gambit. I just I charge them up and I throw them at the other players. I'm the last one left, and they, you know, because if you're a player like, dies, you know, it counts. So it's like your Gambit like meets the Swedish chef. 
Um, so, so um, I was going to say one thing that happened to me, which I need to make a, a video of, uh, was I, I, I'm actually, I, I know I'm going to keep the 325A, but for various reasons, I'm prepping myself to um, uh, move on from that because I'm, uh, I have coming up in the pipeline, the car to our. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just watching the delayed catch up of what you've been doing. Um, <laughs> so I've got the car to our coming up and I've always wanted the 325A as my kind of entry level ship, but, um, and I know it's going to get a revamp, it's going to get more balancing, but I'm really more starting to move away. And so I was playing heavily with the Merlin and I'm terrible at most things. And one of the things I'm particularly terrible at is landing. Um, so I tried to land in the Merlin. And it was a comedy of errors. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty certain it's my X55 acting up in terms of there's a mapping that's not fully right. Okay. But at inopportune moments, I'd start going backwards, like with a full reverse thrust. Yeah, that's never good. No. Uh, and, but... and it happens when I'm in the space. But when I'm starting to land and I'm going, nervous, nervous, nervous. Do I do it manual? Do I do it automatic? I landed, and as so, two things would happen. One, I would land on automatic, having done nothing, and I would bounce up to the point that it thought I had taken off again. Oh, yeah, that's a bug. The other one would be that as I would land, I go, I've landed. The damn ship would reverse across <laughs> the landing pad and scrape, and I'd either fly off or, or rip into things. I was going. Oh. I know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah, your uh, um, what do you call it? Um, strafe forward back is bound to something. So make sure your strafe forward back is unbound. And on the X fifty five, it can be one of those little wheels and those sorts of things. So if they're not perfectly centered, sometimes you know you'll land. It'll go into landed decoupled mode and decide to go strafe backwards. Whomp! It was hilarious, but at the same time, it was like, because it's, it's, it's that kind of thing where I celebrate my uh, failures because we're all learning how to fly. Well, some of us are, most of us aren't, some of, you know what I mean. And I'm going, yeah, I can do this. Let's all have fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what you're saying is don't let you parallel park in the universe. Uh, what what I'm saying is that was a moment I wish the camera wasn't running. <laughs> no, that's the perfect moment to have the camera running. Have we learned nothing from the comedy of errors that is bad news gaming and how we try to land? Oh, that's true. Uh, Grackies and I are part of a stream team on Twitch, and we all have our special moments. <laughs> um, so is there anything um, Zerka's saying that would happen to me all the time? I love you, Zerk. Thank you for that. I appreciate the solidarity, brother. Um, and uh, Crimson's saying, I can't wait for the car to Al. Yeah, I am so looking forward to that shit. Um, it's, it's, I, I, my, that and the Banu are my kind of alien ships, and I lean that way um, from, you know, so that will probably become my my light fly around ship. Um, Gracky, is there anything else in the 115 that you want to hit? Oh my God, there's so many different things in 115 that are awesome. Um, they took that Hornet that was all over the place and made it a whole lot better. Um, oh, is this in the update they just, that they, they had done previously? 115A, they actually made it better. So they did that even earlier than this one. Um, right. They... <laughs> 
they, they fixed a bunch of like there was i'm just overwhelmed by it because there is a lot of changes to it it everything you have learned in arena commander relearn it seriously relearn your flight model relearn how to use boost relearn your racing <laughs> you know the basics are there but you gotta kind of start over at this point um that's pretty awesome yeah there's a lot of changes the boost changes are quite interesting oh that's where the boost uh it runs out uh it runs out faster now it recharges a little slower and because of the way the thrusters are not as powerful now be basically you know if you've got a big heavy ship Mm. thrusters on the side of your ship are not going to stop all that momentum so you're still going to drift a bit so you got to take a turn sooner or a wider turn so for racers it it means relearning the lines it means relearning when to hit the boost button because before it used to be you know hit and hold it for like five seconds you're fine now it's you better tap that thing just a little bit or you're going to run out in one lap and then you're in trouble mm-hmm so that's a huge change to the way the ships fly. Almost like Formula One racing now. A little bit. Yeah, I like that. Um, so any, anything else? Because um, I'm just trying to think about... Yeah, I don't think there's anything else that's kind of stood out to me. It just feels like it's uh, an incredibly positive and large step in the right direction. It very much is. Um, and this is before we even get the new physical damage and everything else. Yeah. Which will help um, them even more. And I did note, uh, if you go into the holo table, now my holo table was bugging out. You could, sometimes you couldn't see the ship in the no holo bug. screen properly. Um, and you, uh, there were things that only appeared when you masked over them in the imaginary ship kind of thing. Um, but they have uh, radar, ejector seats, cooling, mm-hmm. chaff launchers, thruster placements. They've, they've um, revealed a lot more components. And when I see stuff like that, I start to go, uh, For me too. Yeah. So we'll be uh, doing a, a Pygmalion on our ships. We'll be dressing them up and, and, and modifying things. And I know that's where your heart is. Oh, 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 yes. I can't wait. To... Ooh, cooling. How can I overclock this? Can I make the pipe more efficient so that the, the heat just goes up slower? Or can I make it dump heat faster into a container? Ooh, what can I do with this with all my engineering stuff? And this is kind of awesome because uh, did we talk about, we did talk about the, um, the changes to the sizings of yes. these objects. Yes, we did. So the idea that you could now have, if, you, if you're a large ship and you've got a size 2 cooling or something like that, you could have two cooling systems tuned to different things. Yep. Ha! Yeah, so you can, yeah, I'm going to be able to, like, mix and match and come up with all sorts of overclocking patterns and stuff. And, oh, oh, it's a min-maxer's dream. And, and I, you know I, like, I like metrics and spreadsheets and numbers, and that's what that is, essentially. Day one of Star Citizen, there will be two types of player. There will be the player who hasn't touched that part of their ship, and they'll be flying around. And then there'll be us, the ones who have modified their ships to the point that they're shitty, shitty bang bangs, um, flying around going, because we haven't got it perfectly tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so close. 
But yeah. we're very proud. <laughs> My muffler's gonna backfire in space. You're just gonna see a puff of smoke behind it. <laughs> Pretty much. This is my Batmobile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it'll be like that. So we've had um, we've had lots of stuff. I mean, I think this is like in terms of video content from CIG. This is a very heavy week. We've had um, yes. Uh, well, the last thing we got out today was actually around the verse, which um, was pretty good. I love uh, Ben and Sandy on it. Um, they're just to um, to giggle chops. Um, <laughs> Ben's puns. Oh God, Ben's puns. I love Ben's puns because I'm a punny person myself. I'm a I'm a very punny person, but I have I have a dear friend who punned me. This comes up comes up wrong. <laughs> a, a dear friend who punned me to within an inch of my life once. So I I both love and yet I see the warning signs. Um, Show me but, on the doll where he told the joke. But um, I do, I was very interested in, in the Connie talk that they had. Um, now, what, what did, you've, you've seen the ATV, I take it? Yes, yes I did. So what, was, so what did the Connie uh, reveal and conversation kind of show to you? Was it anything new or was it, you know, stuff you've picked up from elsewhere? It's mostly stuff I picked up from elsewhere over time. It's pieces and parts being put together, but... If you've, you know, been in the RSI chat and looked at all their tech docs that they have given out. Now, they haven't given the actual internal tech docs for people listening or watching to, that they, wait, you got their tech? No, I'm talking about the stuff they've revealed to the community that I'm just using that term on because it's the closest we have for it. Um, but all of the, you know, the different information across other ATVs and stuff, the, the, these are things that I, you can piece together, but you really have to be looking. So it's always nice when they put it in a, in a you know, wrap the little package with a bow on it, and they, here, here's the information again. You didn't have to piece it together. Here you go. Yeah, so I think that was quite good from that respect. I am really liking the interiors. I am a Phoenix owner, so when I look at those interiors, I go, mm, so good, not for me. Um, so I'm just kind of curious about what the Phoenix changes are going to be like. Um, but uh, from what I've seen, I'm really impressed and looking forward to how that's going to shape out. Mm -hmm. um, it, you really get the feel that after, um, oh, what was the name of that ship that came out that really impressed everyone from, um, you know, the foundry? Uh, do you know the name? Uh, the what? came out of where that impressed everyone? A few months ago, the one that became like, though that's the ship that we should all kind of aim to be like in terms of the quality of delivery. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I remember. Uh, I can't, but, you yeah. know, I mean, if you can The Gladius, up, that's it. The Gladius, uh, no, no. Uh, 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 somebody in chat said... Versa Life uh, says Retaliator. God damn you, Versalife. <laughs> He's trying to get me to say it, and I haven't yet. I quoted, but I haven't said it. So, um, yeah, so I think they're really pushing to get the Connie to that level. Uh, and now, obviously, they're using this as a test bed for uh, other approaches so they can kind of put other ships through this. But you can really see that they're trying to bring it up there, so that's kind of awesome. Yeah, they're stepping up. And even the Retaliator is going to get reworked, so... <laughs> You mentioned it. God damn you again. Yes, I mentioned it, but I'm saying it is they set that as their example. This is, this is like going to the bar, having several drinks. You're, you're okay unless you break the seal. Mm. 
I'm good with that. I can talk about it in the context of this because that was their set example was that the retaliator was the ship that they were holding up as, oh my God, this is the level we need to step up to. But even that they realized does have problems with it. So even their high bar they've set, they're going to go, nope, higher. I love it when they go higher. Um, so now I think that's us kind of covered for ATV because there wasn't really a lot more in there. Although Not really. Shout out to Fiendish Feather. For Huge that shout out. Amazing video. Yep, yep. The oh. the Merlin commercial there. That was a beautiful commercial. That's the best thing I've seen him do. He's knocked out of the park. Well done for the MVP. But oh my god, I could watch that video over and over again. I need to step up my cry engine game. <laughs> Um, now we're we're coming into the uh, the vinegar strokes, so um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, so there's one thing that has also kind of come out. There's been so much video content. It's actually spilled out from CIG and into Gamers Nexus. Um, one of the th uh, Chris has. Uh, he's done two videos with them this week, um, talking about um, various aspects of the game, where he's on his FPS stance and various other odds and sods. Um, and that was he, great. Yes. Um, Body weight like can't a, shift. <laughs> I want to see if we can ha we can have little banners up the because in the RSI forums we get a little banner space at the bottom if we can just have <laughs> a gif of Chris going back and forth. Yeah. Um, I'm a bad man. Uh, Community, uh, get on it. Chris back and forth gif. <laughs> ben dancing. Um, the zoning instance came up again. And I think it's probably a good time to kind of just kind of talk about that. Um, yes. Becky, how, how best to kind of uh, explain the zoning interest to, to people who may not fully know it? Uh, the best way to describe it is it's a bubble of interaction within a bubble of interaction within a bubble of interaction. It's, it's, it's those, you know, Russian dolls that nest Macrosia. inside each other's. Yeah. The, the, the Russian nesting dolls. And that's what their zone system is. You can have a zone of one type inside a zone of another type. And each of them are their own individual space that can act with its own physics and its own interactions while you can still view what's going on. So it's as if the dolls were clear. Um, mm. So you can have, and Duplar and I talked about this, so I'm, I'm going to steal his example and I want to give him credit for this, but basically you can have the system, the entire system that, you know, has a bunch of planets in it. And then inside that you can have the planet and the planet has its own stuff going on. And then in there you can have a station and a landing zone two completely separate things, but you can have the interactions going there. And then inside that, you can have the rooms inside the station all with their individual little zones, and you could have a constellation. Yes, I, I want that. I could have gone with another one, but <laughs> just so you know. Uh, <laughs> constellation landed there, and inside that, where the bulkheads are separated, you could even split that out, zone for each of those. So you could turn the gravity on and off, change the lighting, and... It's seamless interaction, so you step from one to the other to the next, outside the ship, into the station, and you, as a player, don't notice you're stepping into these individual controlled zones, yeah. other than if a player does something to make it so that happens, so that the gravity's off or increased if they do that to it to maybe slow you down. I, who knows if they could do that? They haven't mentioned that. Or if there's damage to a zone, so that 
specific area, someone's tossed a grenade into a room it's somewhere on Nix. And, mm. you know, now it's cordoned off by the local security forces, and you can see the damage in there from when someone, you know, decided to toss a grenade in there because something went wrong with a deal or whatever, and boom, now that room's blown mm. up. And you can have all of this going on interactively, pieced inside each other all at once that you can just transition and out. Now, connect this to the other two points of the Triforce. Netcode, always a problem, constantly improving. Graphical asset presentations. Connect those three, and what we have is, if everything's working well, the opportunity to really ramp up the number of people within an instance. Yep. That's, that's why... Um, they've been hard at work. Um, this is the foundational technology that they've been building with this and the, the I know we've been um, calling it uh, FPS, but I think the FPS is the delivery platform for the, for the technical uh, uh, multi-crew you know, group usage where everyone sees each other. I think we need a sexier name for that. Um, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's that kind of realization that this is, this is the tipping point. Um, we've got, I don't want to kind of go proselytizing like, oh my, it's going to be so good. But we've got all these things coming into play. We're going to get our, uh, slices of them coming out through the game. Um, uh, and it's going to be buggy as hell. Um, and at the same time, it's going to, uh, you know, improve and get better. But we're going to see this mingled with the, uh, uh, what we, what's the secrets we've got now? We've got uh, multi-crew uh, demo. We've got uh, FPS uh, launch. We've got... Uh, either the uh, social module or the, ah, uh, what was it, or, uh, or 2.0 release. We've got all these things yeah. coming, and they're all going to kind of contain. And they're going to be pretty rapid fire, too. Yeah, and they're going to contain this underlying logic. So um, I don't know if we're still going to get scored on 42 by the end of the year. I hope we, we get something. We're almost definitely going to get some alpha form of the persistent universe now um yeah especially with today they were talking about how they're doing emotes for uh art corp when the social mod i mean they're working on the emote stuff at this point so they've been they've been busy we just didn't get to see it because there was blockers yeah um so it's, it's that kind of thing where you where you i can see both the physical delivery of, of physical delivery, the, the delivery of all the kind of promises are starting to come together. But at the same time, we've got huge technical architect doubling the map size, he said, um, uh, H1Z1, um, where we've, we, we've got, uh, and what's, what's the, map, the large map they print out in Gamescom? Oh, God, the one that takes two and a half hours to travel across at top speed? Not well, quantum speed, but... Several planets... Several and moons and various things. Yeah, it has a couple planets and several moons and is 
you're talking millions of kilometers. And they even talked about how every single, well, not every single day, literally, but at a pretty rapid pace, all of a sudden they'll get another email and, hey, we figured out how to increase the map size twice as big again. So they're, they're the maps in Star Citizen yeah. are, are, they, the fact that they can do that tells me that they pretty much cracked the 64-bit for CryEngine. And once you've cracked 64-bit CryEngine, you can do a lot more with it. And they're now starting to be able to reap the benefits of doing all of that very difficult work. And we're going to get map sizes that are just ridiculous. So that you can go, oh, I'm going to go Quantum Drive now. So now, that you can actually yeah. get there. Now, this is going to be fun because... Um, the, 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 there are two ships that I think will reflect my love of the large map very well. One is the Merlin, and the other one is the Hornet Ghost, and also the Hornet Tracker, I guess. So three ships. Um, when the uh, we've both played in the Merlin, when you play the Merlin, you do know something about the radar. It's not a large range. It's yeah. not particularly strong. Um, so. For the majority of the ships, the radars seem, the systems seem on a par because of the space we're currently in. So the real question will then become, um, how does uh, either sneaking or um, mid to long range attacks, how do they fare in this game uh, based upon people's ability to detect other, other ships? Yep. Um, and so that's where we've got the, the Merlin with the reduced radar. We've got the Ghost, which is hard to find. And we've got the Tracker, which finds you. Um, so that's pretty going to be damn cool. I think that's, you know, there's going to be an awful lot of ooh, ah, and visual play. But I'm really interested in, in how the radar and detection systems will kind of, you know, blossom in that space. It's, it's going to be interesting, especially as you can get systems online where you tie a ship radar into another radar. So you have the ghost tracker feeding information into those other radars. So you get so that longer range. So we put a radar in your radar. Yeah. Mm. Roger, well, Roger. Well, see, then, actually, now that's something I hadn't thought about. Could This is the start for CNC operations. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's some of the early work that would be there for C&C stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> and we'll I'm, see more and more come online. Yeah, I think that kind of covers us. Um, I think, is there anything else we need to, to talk about today? We have questions for you. I have questions what? for you today. What? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. Turnabout is fair play. Well, it'll... Okay, so thought you could escape, did you? No, bugger. Bug, uh, okay, so to kind of recap, we've started giving each other a, a good old-fashioned ten four, um, and uh, <laughs> and so Gracky's got uh, the first round um, uh, last week. Where do you remember what you scored? Five. Oh, that was a healthy five, actually. I felt. Um, I'm just saying that because I know I will not get five. If I get one, I will be very happy. Oh, you should get most of these. Oh, really? You say that? Yes. Um, okay, so uh, I've asked you to, to, to do it hard. Um, you did. So, uh, have at me. All right, so we have oh, ten... Oh, by the way, so we know, chat, 
Yes. Don't pre-answer. Don't pre-answer. Yeah. yeah. You feel free to whisper, Grackies, if you want to say, I know the answer, but don't don't post public. Yes, you can whisper me the answer if you want. Maybe I'll give away hugs. We've got to work on that system and stuff. But this is one of these things that Dublar and I are going back and forth on it, but as we bring in guests, we might hit them with questions too. So... Mm. These are ten questions that are true or false, but sometimes can be neither. Catchy title. Where did you get that from? Oh, I wonder. Uh, All right, so the first question. It's a true-false question. On August 2nd, 2610 SET, Korathal suffered a catastrophic defeat at the hands of Squadron 42 at the Battle of Centauri, with his fleet rapidly falling to either destruction or surrender. Korathal mustered his remaining loyal pilots to make a desperate charge for Elysium III. Though they suffered an additional 70% casualty, his fleet finally reached the atmosphere of their old homeworld. Korathal and his pilots lowered their thermal shields and dove for the planet. Is this, in fact, Star Citizen lore? <laughs> oh, poor summer child. So is that true lore or false lore? That's false. It is indeed false. Do you know why it's false? It wasn't Squadron 42. It was Squadron 42. Was it? Yes. Then I was just testing you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Point to each of us. <laughs> okay, so uh, what bit was what bit was the falsy? Elysium four. Elysium, Elysium four. four. Yeah, there is. Ele- <laughs> I said Elysium three. Elysium four was the planet. Now Elysium. That's now if I get my star map right, as we've previously known it. That's. Uh, Near the bottom left, one third from the bottom, isn't it? If you took the galaxy in a way that it was north, south, east, or west, it'd be southwest on the border of Vanduul space with... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that place. Okay, and question number two. That's actually true. I stare at those maps. Question two, though. Name the factions involved in the battle from the previous question. Uh, 2610. Yes. Oh, Could I ask you to paraphrase or reread question one again? Yes, I can reread it. On August 2nd, 2610 SET, Korath suffered a catastrophic defeat at the hands of Squadron 42 at the Battle of Centauri. With his fleet rapidly falling to either destruction or surrender, Korath mustered his remaining loyal pilots to make a desperate charge for Elysium IV. Though they suffered an additional 70% casualty, his fleet finally reached the atmosphere of their old homeworld. Korath and his pilots lowered their thermal shields and dove for the planet. Was one of them Messer's forces? I can, I'll give you that with Messer's forces. Damn. Do you know, it's, it's been a few months since I've read about the insurgencies. Um, I'm going to have to pass. It was the UEE and the Tavarin. Oh, bugger. It wasn't even an internal. Nope. Elysium Four is the home world of the Tavarin. Oh, shit sticks. Okay, 
postponed. Do I get a half point? I'll give you a half point for getting part of that, yes. You're a generous man. Because the next one's a little bit harder. <laughs> They're harder? Yes. Okay. Th this is... Sure, this I is... know where we stand. <laughs> you gave me one really, really hard one. So this, this is your really, really hard one. What was the really hard one I gave you? I can't even remember. It was one that I was like, oh god, I don't even remember. It was, it was so bad that I'm like, I'm gonna fail this. I have no answer for you. <laughs> okay, go on. Give me this hard one. Who first discovered humans were not the only space-faring space species in the verse? Fuck. It was that guy who shot first. <laughs> I, I want to say Han Solo as a result. Um, yeah, no, I, I, know, I know the situation. I don't know the name. Vernon Tarr. Vernon Tarr. What a classy guy. All right, you got question four coming up. But was it Vernon? Vernon was the guy. He was on the run, wasn't he? He had done some, done a bit of naughty. No, was Vernon it? wasn't on the run. The guy he met. Guy. Yes, it was a bit panicky. Yes. Yeah. You know, run. you know who it was on the run. It's not it one was, of the questions in here, so it was. It was. It was, it was I want to do the uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> I don't know if he had a name. I didn't see it in the lore, but it was a Banu. Who was yeah, on the road? It was it was a, a banner. That was how it all kind of embezzled. They, they had an understanding. <laughs> That's why I'm surprised because it was just an honest day's trade. Now, apparently. Um, okay, so yeah, next one. Question four. This ship banner. is one of the largest in Star Citizen with a mass of 811,395 kilograms. Wow, thanks for the detail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, a long while back, this has been the Merchantman. Um, <clears throat> give, me the, give me the size again. 811,395 kilograms. Yeah, fuck it, it's the Merchantman. It is the Merchantman. Yeah. I had to give you one with your favorite ship. Well, no, I mean, it was the actual, the thing that almost threw me there was the one of the biggest ships. It's so not now. <laughs> It is still one of the largest. Oh, it's still up there, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, that, that thing's huge. It's, it's got one of the largest masses in the game. Size isn't everything. <laughs> All out. Okay. Oh, a Banu Merchantman on the run. I thought he was answering that one, and oh, I just no, realized. No. Whoops. Number five, name the four variants of the Reliant or their roles. So I'll accept the, the variant name or the, the role that it's going to fill. Okay. <laughs> Fallout thinks the bangle was bigger. Um, well, they have China in your hand. Um, so we have Newsvan. Mm -hmm. We have the regular hauler. Well, that's not a variant, is it? I, I counted that. Oh, so, so that is part of the variant thing? Yes. Okay, so that's two of them. That's why I said four. There was a, there was one where they have they've increased the weapons, but I don't want to call it a fighter per se. But I think they've actually kind of modified it as a fighter model. Okay, and the last one. 
I want to say a pepper mill. <laughs> the uh, Olive Garden model. The Olive Garden model of shit. Uh, well, because 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 the the thing is well suited for long range scout and radar work, but I can't remember a good definition for that. So I'll just I'll say that, but it's it's a bit too wishy washy. I think. How close did I get? Oh, kind of close. It had science outfitting. It was the researcher. That's not close enough. But it, it did have, you know, extra sensors. You got .75 on that. Wow. So, so, so I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a full point. No, .75. Okay, we'll give you .75 then. So you're up to, um, one, not that, .5, 2.5, 3 .25. There we go. Math. 3.25. And out of how many questions so far? Uh, out of five, so far. Yeah, see, I told you. You know this stuff. Number six. This ship, I'm going to read you a, a, a piece. You're going to name the ship. Okay. This ship is crafted to impress from every angle by combining a unique, innovative design with the finest materials and the most advanced technology. That's the 890 jump. Bingo. I gave you your two pride and joys in there. I know, it's just the way, uh, the, the, the way uh, it, was it was worded. Written. Yeah, it just came across as being overbearingly smug. So <laughs> all right, true false for you. Okay. Number seven. Okay. The new component sizes are light, medium, heavy, and capital. False. Correct. Light, medium, large, and capital. Small, medium, large, capital. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I got well, you know, so, but the heavy was one that stood out to me as being wrong, so I guess, at least I noticed that. <sighs> I'll give it to okay. you. Okay. Number eight, true, false. Okay. The size five guns on the Vanduul Scythe are the largest guns currently available in Arena Commander. False. They're not currently available in Arena Commander. Trick question. I <laughs> got you with the PTU part of it. I hate you so much. Plus, you cannot purchase the guns from the scythe, and you can no longer get a scythe. D doesn't matter. <laughs> I still hate you. I hate you. <laughs> that was evil. I'm making a note of that. <laughs> you already did that to me. I learned that one from you. What? The trick you hit me with two trick questions. No, I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> Next. True or false? Okay. The P-52 Merlin is featured as an escort snub fighter that can be utilized to protect its carrier ship, the Constellation Andromeda, Aquila, Phoenix, and Taurus. Yeah, get away, that's false. Why is that false? Because the PP2 only comes with the uh, Constellation and the Aquila. I thought it came with the Taurus as well. It has a no, it bay doesn't. for the it. The Taurus does not have a bay. Uh, ah. And the Archimedes comes with the Phoenix. Yes, P72. Yep. Now, number 10. Mm -hmm. I, I told you there'd be a fun one in here, and chat is going to hate me or love me for this one. 
Is it about the tally? This ship is undisputably the bestest, most amazing ship in Star Citizen, and it's the dream of every single Star Citizen to own it because of how super amazing it, is, uh, it undisputably is. Name that ship. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> is it the AGS Dynamics Retaliator? Yes, it is! You decided to say it to get the points. <laughs> I'm a practical man. I was wondering if you would go for the points or refuse. That was... Uh, you heard it here. Dublar actually answered that in a way that he would get correct, and he, so therefore he agrees with me that the Retaliator is the best of ship. I, I answered that because I understand a thing called the long game. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, how did so, you? How did you not know I was going to do something like that? We got because, because I thought I thought well of you. Uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> so, uh, how many points was that, sir? Uh, total seven point two five. Oh, that's okay. You beat me. Well, you know these things. Um, so thank you for Grakis for that. I am going to enjoy my 10 for you next week. Oh, oh boy. Unless we get yeah. a guest, then we're going to hit them. Oh, we could, we, could, we could pound them, uh, one from each side. <laughs> so, uh, I think that basically covers us. Um, I believe uh, it does. So, I just want to say... Thank you, everyone. We're going to um, be staying around to do uh, a post-show, so we've not, we're not actually going away. We're just going to say goodbye for now. Yes. Um, and uh, you and obviously, if you're in chat right now, you know where Grakis is. You can, if you haven't hit follow, hit follow for him now. He's Twitch TV uh, slash Grakis G R A K E E S. Uh, I'm twitch.tv slash Thackeray. that's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. I wish I had an easier name to spell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything from your side, Grackies? Nope, I think we pretty much covered it this week, and I had a great time doing so. Awesome, and chat you've has always been amazing. So we'll say bye to you, and we'll come back in a few seconds. Bye! Bye! If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot. <laughs>